joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I'm the host of Live Joy, Share Joy. Friends, today is a program that is a special edition because it is Memorial Day. And I'm just going to be completely transparent that this is probably one of the most difficult shows that I do every year. And it's because I think a lot of us just don't know how to be with Memorial Day. Because this is a time when we are really remembering those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. But I believe it's an important conversation to have. Because how can we be with something that we don't even know about, we're not educated about, or we don't even know where to go to get the answers? And that's why today our program is going to be focused on Memorial Day. I cannot think of a better person to help walk us through this conversation today than our special guest, Jason Riggs. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Jason, I'm going to give people just a little bit of your background so they understand why I asked you to come here today. You served our country in the Navy. You also served in the Minnesota Army National Guard. You are also currently the field operations captain with the Beltrami County Sheriff's Office. And when I talked to you about coming in today, I said, you know, I really want to talk about a few things. One is, of course, the, the honor of serving but it's about what does it mean to pay that ultimate sacrifice and, and when a person goes to serve, knowing that that's a possibility, but then knowing you're here today and you've got friends, people that you served with that did pay that ultimate sacrifice. It's almost like, my goodness, where do we even start with this conversation? I, where, where does it feel like we should start? It's something about like making that decision to serve in the first place. Let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's... When you when you make that decision in your lifetime, whether that as is a, a, a teenager, um, I myself, you know, uh, I signed the, the dotted line with my parents because I was 17 years of age. And at that time in my life, I just felt this calling to serve my country. I knew that some uncles had, uh, my grandfather had during World War II, and I just felt that this was the step that I needed to carry on in in my family name. Yeah, I was curious about your choice for the Navy. Uh, that's actually kind of interesting and, and not biblical at all. Um, I had seen a, a motion picture show called Navy Seals, and uh, that drew me. And then in addition to, you know, Top Gun came out about that same time frame. Uh, oh, my gosh, and Top Gun 2 <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> exactly. Oh. 30... Some However years many later. years later, exactly. then Tom Cruise is still in it. I mean, really? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, those, were the, the, those were the catalysts to kind of gear me towards the Navy. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what brought me there. Yeah, and in that time, I'm sure that you made some amazing friends and people that you served alongside with. I mean, sure, this is a, a pretty impactful time in your life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, like I said, I signed when I was a juvenile uh, at the age of 17, Flash forward about six months later, and we're involved in the first Persian Persian War conflict, you know, Persian Gulf uh, conflict. And it was like, oh, this is real. You know, we hadn't been in conflict since, you know, essentially Vietnam. And my dad was actually like, are you sure this is what you want to do? And I'm like, yep, I want to do this. And left for boot camp, you know, and right after I graduated from high school and and started my, my, my first four years on active duty in the United States Navy. Wow. So one thing I'm really curious about, did you know the Lord before you went into the Navy, or is this something that came in your journey as you continued to grow up and mature in life? Right. Um, 
You know, I accepted the Lord when I was 13 years old at Bible camp. The the idea that I was maybe ready for that decision, I don't know. You know, I, I think um, as, as, a, as a man progresses through his life, he becomes aware of certain self-awareness and, and, and then in addition to the awareness of the Holy Spirit and God around him. And I think obviously growing more so into being a man after the age of 13, I've, I came to a lot more realizations of what that meant. You know, when I went into the Navy, um, I wasn't exactly the best practicing Christian, probably. <laughs> I did my share of stupid things. But, um, you know, God always kept me close and centered, I think. I never got into too much trouble. Um, and then as I phased out of active duty into the reserves, I ended up meeting my, my wife. Uh, you know, so... That really steered me back the other direction. Yes, it's so great that we wives can take on that role for our husbands. And of course, in many ways, our husbands for us as wives. So um, I'm curious about, well, yeah, let's talk about her for just a minute. So you're married, you have children. Yeah, absolutely. I've been married. Uh, this October will be 24 years. I have six children. Uh, my oldest is currently deployed. Uh, he's in Jordan right now with the United States Air Force. Wow, wow. Congratulations, by the way. 24 years is something to celebrate, Absolutely. Right? I Absolutely. just believe we need to be celebrating that more. Absolutely. A, a lot more. So your career course takes you, you had this time in the Navy, and then I'm curious about when you started getting involved then in the Army National Guard, Minnesota Army National Guard. Yeah, so um, after I'd gotten out of the active duty Navy, uh, I did a, a one year of Naval Reserve um, well, I was I got out and I was working for the post office in in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. We uh, one of the postal carriers happened to be with the Army National Guard right here out of Bemidji, and he says, "Hey, I think this would be something that you'd be you maybe want to consider because you're getting your GI Bill for college. We will pay you tuition reimbursement if you maintain a C average or better through college." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's no brainer." So I enlisted in the Minnesota Army National Guard and did five years with them. Wow, that's great. That's, I mean, it's just, um, I do hear in you, like, it is an honor to serve. Like, I really can feel that from you. Absolutely. Which, of course, then you start this career in law enforcement, which is another type of serving, right? It's different than military, and yet it's still a piece of service. Correct, yeah. And, you know, I kind of got the taste for law enforcement when I was in the Navy. Um, I was stationed in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. And I worked uh, auxiliary security forces over there. That was basically like the physical security side of law enforcement for the Navy. Um, so we did gate duty. We did traffic patrol. We did, you know, some of those, um, the general policeman type day-to-day -day tasks, non-investigative, but more so the, the, the physical centurion, if you will, of, uh, of law enforcement. Yeah, which gradually, eventually, you ended up, here at the Beltrami County Sheriff's Office. Correct, yeah. So I, you know, graduated from Hibbing, um, still in the National Guard, and got my first uh, law enforcement job in the state of Minnesota, which requires, you know, a post-eligibility, uh, post post-licensure, uh, uh, and that happened with the Deer River Police Department. Wow, wow. Well, I feel like it's probably good for us to start segueing this into a little bit about this ultimate sacrifice that we talk yeah, about. Absolutely. All of these decisions that you've made, of course, any of us, you know, can meet our demise at any time. But when you are choosing to serve in any of these capacities, you probably increase the factor a little bit there. Absolutely. 
And of course, you know, comrades who have made that ultimate sacrifice. Can you talk to me a little bit about how do you, how do you reconcile this in your mind? Or can you talk us through that a little bit? Because for a civilian like me, I think that's a pretty major sacrifice to know that you may make and that you know others who have made. Yeah. You know, when you, when you enlist in any branch of the military, you're essentially signing a contract that says you're willing to give up everything to include your life for the service of this country. And you're not in control of that. There are people that, other people that are. You're just a willing participant of the service and sacrifice that may come along with that. It is, you know, it's a very sobering idea when you are all done with training and now it's time to perform, you know? Yeah. And I'm curious about, like, you have this relationship with God. So for you, maybe that thought might be one thing, but what about people who don't have that faith or don't have that relationship? Right. And, you know, I had that going with me, and I know my ultimate destination. There are people that don't know God but are still patriots, still willing to serve the country. For me, that seems like a much scarier proposition than knowing your final destination. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and that's something that in my mind, like I always, I'm one of these individuals who tries to make sense about things sometimes, right? And I always just think, my gosh, I can't imagine stepping up if I didn't know the Lord. Like this is a big deal, right? Yeah. And I think it just, for me, it just puts even a different context around that. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice. And I'm curious if it has ever crossed your mind or if it's something you've really pondered. Jesus gets up on this cross and dies for all of us. Does that equate it all to you for people who've made these other ultimate sacrifices, or is there a connection at all for you? You know, I think about that often reading John. I think, you know, you and I had talked about that a little bit before. You know, John fifteen thirteen, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I mean, Jesus laid down his life for the world. Yeah, amen. Well, and for me, it almost puts more profound context to Jesus dying on the cross and more profound context around those who will choose to know that whatever they have signed up to do, they could pay that ultimate sacrifice. Yep. This is not a decision one takes lightly. Correct. Yep. And one that you're making each and every day, yep. for sure. We've got a lot more to talk about. One of the things that, um, we're going to take a brief pause, but when I when we come back, Jason, what I really want to talk about is how do we help people be with Memorial Day? Because one of the things that I've often found is, how can I go to a barbecue when I know that a friend's gave the ultimate sacrifice overseas at a war? Or how do I, you know, say, oh, have a great memorial day? Like, you see these things, right? And and for me, there's like a conflicting piece that goes on in my heart. So we're going to take a break. But when we come back, let, let's talk about that. Because I think we can really help people have those conversations and, and know a little bit more about how to be with it, what to say. And um, because I think people do want to be respectful. They just don't necessarily know what to do. Sure. So we're going to take a brief pause. We are speaking with Jason Riggs. We're talking about Memorial Day. We're talking about the ultimate sacrifice 
that many have made in service of our country. We're talking about how to be with Memorial Day, and we will be back with so much more. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Don't go anywhere. We'll take a brief pause. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. Nourishing Ways by Kelly Joe, personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy-filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W-E-I-G-H-S, or call me today at 218-368-4911. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Jason Briggs. This is our special Memorial Day edition. And we are really honoring those who've paid the ultimate sacrifice. Jason, going into the break, we were talking about Memorial Day. And we were talking about how some people just don't know how to be with today. Because it is about those who've paid the ultimate sacrifice. And as you and I both know, this is we see so many people on social media. Oh, thank you for your service. Thank, right? They, I just think people don't understand. Right. You know, there's, I think the average person that maybe hasn't served feels kind of conflicted on the day like Memorial Day. They think that they need to honor all veterans at that time. And this is really about those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice in service of our country and they didn't make it home. You know, the, the idea that someone went away somewhere served their country and died so that we can have freedom back here in the United States. There's a little bit of a, like, how do I act? You know, how do I, how do I remember them? How is this, is this being insensitive to their families or them? If I, if I am at a barbecue, which I would, I would disagree. I would think that, you know, we have freedom in this country as a result of those sacrifices within. 
And I think that those people that have gone before us in service to this country would be looking down from heaven and saying, live your life to the fullest. Enjoy what you have going on in a free country where you can live and love and have these events and these get-togethers and play games and go to the lake and, you know, enjoy it as a result of our sacrifice. And I love that you're bringing this perspective in because I do think people are conflicted. And I myself have often felt conflicted because there's, I don't know if I want to call it a guilt, but I think about, my goodness, it's not even just here's this ultimate sacrifice that's been made, but then I think about the families that are still here and I just think, you know, how are they feeling? And, you know, I'm probably trying to caretake their emotions a little too much at times. But I think you understand what I'm, t- what I'm talking about. And one thing I have found to be really helpful is that um, individuals that I know who have served, who have had comrades that have paid the ultimate sacrifice, I will get their names and I will actually spend time in prayer in the morning for each of those individuals, for their families, And I feel, I don't know, maybe I'm just making this up in my mind, but it makes me feel better to know that, okay, this is something I can do on that day in a way that I can offer prayer. And then, okay, now here's the freedom piece that got paid. I know maybe can go about the day, but that for me has felt like a way to be honoring of those who've paid the ultimate sacrifice. And I would agree with you. I think, you know, being a veteran, and hearing you say that, that gives me tingles in my, in my, in my every being because you're taking the time to remember and carrying on by praying for those families. You know, I think if, if anybody wants to feel guilty about this, you know, go out and participate in a memorial service for someone who has given that ultimate sacrifice. Um, be a part of those ceremonies that take place on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, that is a, that's huge to those families. And I think that's a great way to honor those people that have given the ultimate. You know, I talk to people often about, I have been, spent quite a bit of time at the D-Day beaches in Normandy. And the first time that I remember walking along the beaches, I mean, it was almost as if you could feel me getting tears just thinking about this could feel the presence and the power and the magnitude of what that was. And I remember thinking as I was, you know, walking along the beach and took off my shoes and I just thought, you know, how many soldiers walked on this beach, ran on this beach, hid on this beach, died on this beach so that I could have this freedom to walk today. And it is a profound experience to really stop and pause and think about it. And I'll tell you, to be completely honest with you, Jason, what one of my biggest fears is, is that we're going to forget. We're going to forget what that ultimate sacrifice is, just as even forgetting the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus. Yep, absolutely. You know, we, we, are, we are approaching a time frame where all of our World War I veterans are gone. Um, we're getting to that point with our World War II veterans, and we're getting close with our Vietnam era and Korean War veterans. Um, and if, you know, 
the past three years have shown us that if we just make it disappear, uh, it's going to be forgotten about. And I think that's why Memorial Day is so poignant where people need to remember this. And I know that I like your suggestion about participate in one of those Memorial Day events because it does matter. And I think this is one of the pieces that I really want to bring out on today's show is that it matters. And somehow, I don't know if we forget the mattering. I'm not sure if it's that, oh, it's easier to just, you know, put it aside. We don't want to have emotion around this. Right. And I would actually bring up that I think it's more important now than ever that we really bring attention to the Memorial Day and those who have paid that ultimate sacrifice. I mean, what if we forgot? I mean, it's just, I can't even imagine, and yet I can. The greatest generation, you know, we talk about uh, that in, you know, I've talked about that you know, my entire adult life, and I heard about it from my, my grandfather who served uh, and, and fought on Normandy Beach. And you get to a point where the little things in life matter, and it matters to those folks, matters to those families, and just being a part of that means a lot. Absolutely. And as we're talking about that, I'm also thinking about with Memorial Day, for the individuals who have had somebody that maybe they fought alongside who paid the ultimate sacrifice, this is a very difficult day. And being very sensitive and very aware, I think, is also important. And I try to be very aware of people in my circle, people in our church families, um, people that we may see, I call it the coffee drinkers, <laughs> the coffee drinker <laughs> groups. Um, but just being aware, and I'm just going to use the being willing to just sit and listen and be with someone who this might be a really hard time for because sometimes they just need somebody to talk to. They need somebody to listen to them without even sometimes saying a word, but just right. being with them. Right, and that's huge for a lot of people because you know, having lost somebody, some one of the worst things that we can do is just leave them alone. Being there for them and being someone that will is willing to listen is huge. Yeah, is isolation a challenge for people who may have lost someone? That this may be they're remembering somebody that paid the ultimate sacrifice today. Is that something we need to be aware of? Absolutely, you know, even. I think that that even stems even just from losing somebody in a war, losing somebody just in, in, in general close by. Some of the worst things that we can do is just let them be by themselves. I, th I know that some of them may think that they want that, and I'm not a mental health professional, but I think that not to say that you have to say anything, but just being there and knowing that they have you as a resource or an outlet to talk about things. They may not want to discuss, you know, the loss of their 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 loved one or their you know their best friend, but just being there and to, to honor that person. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I like to talk about like connection. Like you're not alone. And I think as we come to this Memorial Day and we really are thinking about, okay, we do all know someone who has paid that ultimate sacrifice. And I think it's just really, really important to make sure that we are connecting and reaching out and not just assuming that it's all okay. I think we, we, right, we have a tendency to do that. We do have a tendency to do that. So 
is there anything else about Memorial Day that you feel is important to share with people or just any thoughts that you have? Just something that might have just as we've been talking that has just popped up for you? You know, I think veterans all across this country have all lost someone on those days. And I think that when we have contact with them, if they're willing to delve into some of the the exploits of what they did and their friends that they have lost, that carries that person's name on, you know, and then that person isn't going to be forgotten. You know, the families will never forget those people. Uh, and, w- and we know that as, as families, you know, there's a, what they call the gold star family. Uh, those families that have lost a, a, a loved one in combat or in the service of this country. And, when we talk to a veteran who has lost someone, there were a, they were a member of the family, just not a blood relative. They were a brother or a sister in in a bond created by, you're my friend, I'm going to be willing to lay down my life to protect you. And that's why these folks do this. Yeah, amen. And you are so right. I think of my friends who are veterans and... They did lose family members. It may not have been by blood, but it was definitely a brother or sister in their lives for sure. I want to thank you so much for coming in today, Jason. I just feel like if we've helped one person today to understand Memorial Day a little more, or maybe we've encouraged somebody to reach out to someone, I think that it matters. I agree. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thanks for shedding light on a few components of this. I think... You know, it's that typical, sometimes we don't even know what to ask. We don't even know how to start the conversation, right? Yep. We're very easy at, uh, especially here in Minnesota. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That old Minnesota thing again, (laughs) for sure. Jason Riggs, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. We want to thank all of you for choosing to tune in for today's special edition of Memorial Day. We've been chatting with Jason Riggs. He was in the Navy, the Minnesota Army National Guard, and he is currently the Field Operations Captain with the Beltrami County Sheriff's Office. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm your host of Live Joy, Share Joy. We want to thank Philip Elke for engineering today's program. We want to remind you to live joy, share joy, and lead with joy. This is Deb McGregor. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.